Welcome back to another in our series with Summit Point, the Behavioral Health Authority in Calhoun County, Michigan. You hear these two words a fair amount, self-care, but what does that really mean? Sherilyn Sims is here from Summit Point to help us figure that out. Hi, Sherry. Hi, how are you today? Great. Thanks for this opportunity. This is kind of a a fun topic in a way to talk about because, oh, yeah, I should be doing something good for myself. That's what Mm -hmm. self-care means, right? Well, self-care, yeah. It means just finding the balance. Self-care has four components to it. There's a physical component. There's an emotional component. There's a social component. And then there's a spiritual component. And spirituality really doesn't have anything to do with going to church as much as it has to do with just creating some quiet space that you can go to, whether it's sitting in your car, whether it's taking a walk in the woods, whether it is going to church and, you know, doing what you need to do. Um, The physical one is a lot what we don't do because we're constantly going and that's making sure you get the sleep and not feeling guilty about maybe you slept in an hour after you're supposed to. It's about looking at healthy food. We all talk about eating healthy, but it's actually understanding seven days a week. I can have one day that I can break all the rules, but for the most part, trying to eat healthy, hydrate very well, and making sure that you're you're doing what you need to do. So like here, I get up in between sessions and our office place is big enough that when it's cold out, I can walk laps around the inside. So I make sure that I walk two or three laps just so I'm getting some physical activity because being a therapist, sometimes we set a lot and we become sedentary and I worry about that kind of stuff. The emotional stuff is just practicing simple kindness and compassion, treating people the way you want to be treated. If you don't get it back in return, that's okay. I say to people in my personal life, they can go low, I will always go high. I I choose to be forgiving of people. I choose to try and practice compassion. I choose to treat people the way I want to be treated. And I think that helps a lot in my emotional balance because there is so much negativity out there. And with all the negativity out there and people being angry, um, I tell people all the time, unplug. When your computer doesn't work, they tell you to turn it off or unplug the router, give it five seconds, plug it back in. Same thing with your phones. If the phone stops working or freezes, we turn it off. So I tell people in my practice, and I practice it myself, I just turn off. Hold the plugs, turn off the TV, and just set and and maybe listen to the quiet or put some music on. And not the headphones, not phones, just plain old music. Say, play this, Alexa. And just (laughs) sit and listen to the quiet. In this day and age, we're ongoing, busy, busy, busy. And when you turn on the news, you hear all the violence and the anger and stuff like that. And that's why when people get overwhelmed, I just say to them, unplug. You've given us a lot to talk about just with those four things. Mm -hmm. First thing that, that I heard you say not really, but I'm sort of kidding. But it is uh, the the idea that we're supposed to break the food rules only once a week. Yeah. <laughs> oh, whoops. Well, seriously, we get caught up in, you know, looking a certain way, being a certain way. And it's like, if you're comfortable with who you are and you're doing everything that you possibly can, then give yourself a break. It's mm-hmm. a simple thing. It's not a complicated thing. Yes, some people are overweight and those people need to take care of themselves. Yeah. However, I am considered overweight, but at the same time, I exercise 
and I do what I need to do to keep that balance. And in keeping that balance, I'm okay, you know, and I'm okay with finding some peace Mm -hmm. rather than worrying what I need to look like. I have a feeling that we, uh, just in general, as humans, have a propensity, some of us at least, to uh, just go and go and go and ignore Mm -hmm. the idea that self-care should be a component and when we should do that. Is that true? Mm -hmm. I think we do. I think that we think that a vacation is a form of self-care. A vacation isn't a form of self-care. I don't know about you, but going on a vacation can be more stressful to me than actually (laughs) taking some time in my home. What I personally try and do is I work really hard that being when I'm here at work, I'm present. And and my family and everybody's aware that when I'm at work, I'm present. And when I'm at home, I'm present for them. And I set mile markers. So for me, I live in the city. And so I use the Dairy Queen as my marker. And when I get to the Dairy Queen, I focus on being present at home. When I get to the Dairy Queen coming from work, I focus at being at work. And the biggest thing I do in my self-care is admitting to myself, hey, it's a really, really bad day and I'm not going to be present fully and please understand that. And it's just having those conversations. We don't have them Um, as moms and as dads. We've got kids, we've got needs. And I think that we forgot the basic thing is, for me, the basic thing is, is when I get excited about something, I ask myself, is this really going to matter in 24 hours? And if the answer is no, then I say to myself, okay, how do I manage this to get through to the next hour or so? Hmm. Or when I get upset about something, is it going to matter in seven days? Is this really going to matter in 30 days? And if the answer is no, then it's a matter of taking some deep breaths and refocusing to understand how I can get that balance back. How interesting these uh, sort of litmus tests to give yourself Mm -hmm. to try Mm -hmm. and process the anxiety or the anxiousness you might be feeling. Well, or the stress. I mean, this in this day and age, it's very, very stressful. And I try and get people to detox from social media. I try and get people to detox from sitting in front of video games, just going outside. And if it's only walking for 20 minutes, three times a week, just try it and see what happens. But we don't do that. And it keeps building and building and building. And so that's why in order to find the balance, we have to do some physical activity and we have to do some social activity where we're able to keep those boundaries in place and where we're able to get away from the negative social media and only focus on the positive stuff. So how do you recommend people set a reminder to stop and do self-care? Maybe I just described it. It's either a reminder or it's got to remember habits take 22 days basically to break. So it's being conscious of I'm going to get up and I'm going to try. So what we do is I tell people, if you get up, put your shoes on, get to the front door with all the intentions of walking, that was success. You didn't fail. The next day, if you get all the way to the end of the sidewalk and you turn and you maybe walk half a block, that's success. And it's building upon understanding those successes. Just because you didn't walk for 20 minutes doesn't mean that you failed. It just means that you made some attempts and you tried, and those are the excesses. That's what people don't understand. I believe the hardest word in the English language is try. And if you just try and give yourself some credit, then we build on that. You know, it's like when people stop smoking cigarettes. If you stop 
and you don't smoke a pack a day, but maybe you smoke only five a day, that's success. And you're moving in that right direction. We have a tendency to set ourselves up if it's all or nothing. And in this day and age, it can't be all or nothing. Otherwise, we'll lose ourselves. Well, it it is what they tell us when we're trying to accomplish a big goal, break it up into uh, pieces and and Mm -hmm. work on it gradually. That's really what you're talking about. But you're right. Mm Uh, if we want to lose 50 pounds, we're focused on the 50, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Not the one we lost last week. Yep. With weight loss or any type of behavior. I, for myself, I had a long talk with my doctor. She's she's very patient with me. And she was like, you know, you didn't get this weight overnight and you're not going to lose this weight overnight. And so if you can lose three or four pounds a month, you're way ahead of the game. Hmm. And so in talking to her and eating clean and understanding that, it made me aware. Yeah, you're right. I didn't put this weight on overnight. And so it's going to take me a minute to get, get rid of it. It's like walking. I don't walk. I walk I walk loops around here for five minutes. So what am I doing now? I'm making a conscious effort to get up and try and walk for 20 minutes. And, and I'm being successful at it because I'm giving myself permission to understand I'm not going to walk a mile. I'm not going to run a mile. But I am going to be able to achieve that simple goal of just walking for 20 minutes. And, and then after a month, I'll add five minutes to it. All under the heading of self-care. What advice mm-hmm. could you give someone who has trouble breaking away from the rat race, the things they think they need to be doing that would not fall under self-care? They say, I don't have time for that. I got to do this. If I don't get this done today, you know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How do we break that thinking? I work really hard personally, and I do it professionally, is I ask people very simply, what are your five-year goals? Where do you want to be in five years? Where do you want to be in a year? Where do you want to be in 90 days? And where do you want to be in 60 days? And put, uh, make a list, a professional list, a personal list, and a financial list. Understanding financial is very black and white. There's no money attached to it. And that's what we tend to do is we look and see our success is based on how much money we have. Well, no, that's not our success. That's just black and white money we have. Professionally, it's being able to just lay out the day. You know, do I make a a laundry list of stuff I need to do? Yeah, I I get groceries, pick up my shirts from the cleaning. And it's being able to see that you're achieving simple tasks. If you're working on a major project at work, then making everybody aware, you know, that I have this project, this is the deadline. And once it's done, then I'll do something nice for myself or I'll do something nice for my family because I've achieved this project that needed to be done. So it's just a matter of breaking it down, communicating, because what happens is if, like when I have um, a very stressful day, I found that I wasn't communicating with my family. And so then the stress came from my family and then stress was coming from work. And I was getting stressed out, too, because it was like nobody understood what was going on with me. Well, they didn't because I was the problem. I wasn't communicating. So once I told my family, look, I'm having a very stressful day. I love you all very much, but I just don't have it right now. I will focus on being present on Friday and I'll focus on being present on Saturday. Things got lighter. Things got easier for me to be able to manage because it's not easy in this day and age with expectations and People, you got to figure out how you're going to measure yourself. Are you going to measure yourself by how much money you have in the bank? You're going to measure it by the activities you participate with your kids. Are you defining yourself by what you do? Or are you defining by yourself by who you are? And those are the hard questions we have to ask ourselves when we're trying to find self-care. 
if we get to a point where uh, we're almost burned out because we haven't been doing self-care, mm-hmm. is that the time to seek out a professional? What's your thought on that? If you're feeling crispy around the edges, don't wait until you're burned out. Because when you're burned out, you that that's a whole different set of circumstances because you don't care about anything. If you find yourself coming to work, going home, going to bed, you find yourself going to work, drinking too much to get to sleep, to go to bed, then you've got some issues. And yeah, come in and talk to somebody because it's not that you have a problem. It's just you don't have balance. And sometimes I, I, I tell people all the time that I've seen over the years, sometimes you just need a tune up. Sometimes you just need to have somebody remind you that this is good today, but your life's work is only going to matter for now. What do you want five years to look at? So I encourage people when they're overwhelmed or they're starting to get angry or people are saying, I don't know who you are anymore. Those are all warning signs that you're out of balance. And I encourage people to just come in and sit down and talk with a professional. Talking to a professional is not a negative thing. Talking to a professional is just allowing an outsider to listen what's going on, put the mirror in front of you, and let you see what you're saying to yourself. And a lot of times I tell people in six or seven sessions, you usually can figure it out and figure out what you need to do. But people hold on really tight, afraid that if I do admit that I need help, there's something wrong with me. I think the strongest people in this country are the ones that say, hey, I just need somebody to talk to. And it can be a, it can be your clergy. It can be, you know, your human resource person. Sometimes they can give you directions. Sometimes your best friends don't always understand. So it's finding a neutral party. But there are people out there that are just willing to listen. So and that's you know, self-care right there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or even just simple as podcasts, taking that time driving to work to listen to somebody who's talking about different ways of communicating and taking care of yourself. There's a ton of them out there right now. And so I always tell people there are resources out there. You just have to find the courage inside of yourself to say, I'm out of balance and I just need to talk to somebody. And it could be as easy as calling Summit Point or First Step or stepping in at 175 mm-hmm. College Street. And folks can uh, offer you some assistance without judgment and uh, help you find the right path to the person to whom you should speak. Well, this has been uh, a vehicle by which we could uh, have some contemplation about self-care. We hope you will. And we thank you, Sherilyn Sims at Summit Point, for helping us think about it. Thank you. Please take care of yourself. Life's too short. 